these settings. Man, stop messing with your damn settings. Trying to get, trying to reach perfection. Uh, nah, bro. Hello, sir. Let me see this thing. What's up, sir? Okay, it's the momentum. What? No, no, no. Just leave it away. my camera, bro. I'm just standing up, bro. Ain't no. And at a new location today. Oh, started hiding out. What the heck? No, no more um, pajama pants creeping. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I was just like, I was like, I'm gonna try to avoid. <laughs> There's no normal intro now. There's definitely no normal <laughs> intro if you listen to the last five of these episodes. None of them are normal. Okay. It's episode fifty-three. That's all you gotta know. It ain't fifty-three. It's episode season two. Episode one. No. <laughs> we ain't even doing all that. This is season season two, episode one. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Why just brought it in? Welcome to episode one, season two, battle pass, DLC ready. Get your dollars out, make that money, make that purchase. That good, Chris? Yes. Okay. That, that, I guess I guess that works. Does that tickle season your two. fancy? Not forget it. We have this yeah, episode fifty three. I ain't keeping it with those numbers either. I <laughs> am ticklish. Uh, okay, we got Sarah. We got Chris. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hola. I mean, y'all did, have y'all been on vacation too long? Y'all don't know how to oh, talk about No, bro. I'm, I'm still I'm still riding that high. <laughs> riding that high for the inauguration. Uh, Hi, Beth and everybody. Yeah. I mean, we we very different America all of a sudden. I was I mean, I know you watched it, Chris. We were talking about it back and forth. Sarah, I don't know. If, did you get a chance to watch it? Yeah, I was talking with my friend. In fact, funny story. On the way, I was just going out to grab some breakfast, and literally at seven thirty this morning, a wine, a local wine shop was open. <laughs> Man, it, it was. They knew it was going to be a long day. I think it was specifically for this. Yeah, they knew it was going to be a long day, so they were like, "Yeah, we're going to open it." Get people ready. Yeah, <laughs> I, get get ready. Hey, look, it was funny. Mm-hmm. I watched majority of it. Um, just because I was worried about what was going to go down. I ain't going to say worried. I'm going to be like, what's about to pop off? You know, I knew something was going to go erratic. Something strange would happen. But I was disappointed, sort of, kind of, in the fact that, you know, the the previous president got on a, a helicopter and left without a problem. And the new one came in, did the inauguration, and nothing happened. Uh you letting me down, 2021. What's going on? <laughs> That's what I was surprised about, too. <laughs> well, and you know what? Yeah, and a lot of companies were worried about that. I heard at least two companies I kind of work closely with were closed down for today. Oh, wow. Even though they're not near D.C., they, they actually shut down. One's in Tennessee, believe it or not. And then the other one um, was located in California, and they both just completely, like, they were doing the social distancing. Mm. They were doing only a certain amount of people. They worked out of warehouses, but they completely shut down because they were afraid somebody was going to start something. And even my husband, all the Starbucks in New York boarded up. Wow. And banks across the country boarded up. Well, my sister then, in Utah showed me pictures of Bank of America really? boarded up this week, prepared for the riots and stuff. Like they weren't even wow. sure what was going to happen. So they just preemptively boarded everything up. That, that explains it because my husband works in the finance industry and they had told him, they were like, hey, um, everyone shelter in place. Stay home. Don't go out if you don't have to, and get a bug out bag. <laughs> like literally, they, oh, wow. they, People were they emailed. Yeah, today. they they emailed him about that to, to to tell everyone in the company to do that. The wild. That's, that that sound advice. I mean, I I didn't see any of that here. I mean, I'm in Dallas. You know, I'm in the the part of the country where the riots probably would not happen because <laughs> I I live in the place where the money is, and they are already mad, so they're not gonna tear up their own stuff at this point. So, um, I'm in the safest place in America right now, bro. Seeing people walk around in Texas with that, guns out that's a norm, is yeah. uh, pretty normal. So you can't tell if it's a protest or they're about to take something over or they're just going to hunt some deer or, or do something. <laughs> that is every day. the <laughs> weirdest thing they had to get used to when I first moved here was like in Memphis, carrying a gun is that's a secret. That's not something you tell everybody. That's not something you have out all the time. And like the first day I was in, you know, Texas, it was like, oh, there's a person with a gun. He's not a police officer. Wait, there's another person with a gun. Like, what the hell? Like, what? I did not know truthfully that it was 100% open carry. I did not realize that 
but they straight out like they got guns everywhere here. It's insane. Yeah, same culture shock for me moving here too, seeing it everywhere. The grocery store, the gas station, walking around the banks and stuff at the ATM with their gun out on their hip. Yeah, there's no concealed thing. They don't they ain't even worried about that. They just put it out there. The Man. AK got the rocket we launcher, everything going to get groceries. Have a gotta be problem. Hmm. No, no. <laughs> that explains why the NRA is moving here too, though. Because you I know both of you saw that, right? That they filed bankruptcy in New York and they're moving to Texas. I don't know what part of Texas yet. But what's strange to me, Texas got tex- Tesla all of a sudden. We also got Joe Rogan, and now we got guns. Man, we're going to, this is going to be World War III. Texas versus everybody. It's over with. Oh, we were our own country. Sounds like a new country. Yeah, we were our own country. <laughs> no, at one no, point. no, no. I'm, Look, I'm so tired of hearing native Texans say that Texas was never its own country, Texas was a republic that. Seceded from Mexico, fine. I give you that. It was never his own country, and you can't go back to his own country anyway. It would never happen. I know, but that's the best explanation. That's the best way to explain it to people because otherwise you say republic and people scratch their heads. That's true. Like, that's Wait, true. what? It's like the same thing with like, remember the Alamo? We lost the <laughs> and. We didn't win. Yeah, that's, my people won. Yeah, that's that's how I'm it just goes. saying. Oh, half my people won. The other <laughs> half lost. <laughs> you got to remember the homies there, though. They're screaming well, it out to the last um, one. Nah, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. The only thing Texas could do technically is break it to four, and I've seen that because um, Sotex doesn't like Nortex, and Nortex doesn't like Sotex, so it'll break up the four. I don't think anybody in Texas refers to shit like um, that here. No, I, I that. You just made that up. Say as a person from Southern Texas, that's what I'm talking about. People in Houston and San Antonio, you hate the North Texan people. You don't know what North Texas is all about. You need to understand this stuff, man. You need to understand that North Texas is where the money is. We do. There is hate. There is hate, but nobody says North Texas and SoTex. Nobody says E-Tex or We-Tex anyway. It's SoCal and NorCal. That's about it. I don't think there's So Florida, North Florida. I don't think everywhere. it works anywhere else. If there's a North and a right. South, there is a So and a No. I'm telling you, bro. That's how it works. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll go with that. North, Nortex. Nortex, Nortex, bro. Look, I tried to get You're those crazy. license plates, by the way. This is how I know it's real. I tried to get my license plate that said Nortex. It was already taken. I'm telling you, just because you don't know it, uh, don't mean it don't happen. You didn't go with Seent? I seen it. Yeah, not after $150. Cause 150, dude, I'm not getting those plates. I'm telling you right now. I, I saw I was behind a guy today. I went in to a, a new place uh that serves Udon, right? Black plates. I was like, man, I love it. I they look great on a black car, black Texas plate. I'm not spending $150. Not only for once, I mean for every single year that I keep plates, plus the fee that it costs for you to get your your renewal. Nah, I'm. I I would like to get synced or synced it or something. Not 150 dollars, <laughs> like though. It costs to be the boss, man. Like, unfortunately, one of those states where it costs a little more. Because if you go somewhere like Virginia, like, almost everybody has a custom plate. Cause I think it's like 30 bucks a year or something. Yeah, cheap. yeah. I, but at least you're gonna get that black plate. That that one looks pretty clean. I haven't decided to buy it just yet because I was like, do I really need to get plates that are a different color? And then I saw a guy driving with it. I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> I should have got the custom black plates on my Sonata when it was all black. After I made the rims black. If I had a black plate, that would have looked clean. But next time, I'll do it next time with the next car. Uh, yeah. Inauguration parts, anybody feel some kind of way? Emotionals? Any, anything? I mean, we have a female vice president, so woo woo for girl power. Okay, yay, that's cool. That's, <laughs> that, that's awesome. That's, I mean, that's exciting. No matter, <laughs> no matter what what side you're on, I think it's you. You, we shattered a glass ceiling, guys. Getting up there. There's one more ceiling to go through. You got. We got one more to go. So I know. Uh, I'll hope in the future that one will get busted down too, and then you go stay with this one is what female is dictator. What, wait, what? Timeout. No, no, not female dictator. No, no, no. no. Uh, There's a next ceiling above president is dictator, and you gotta have a f- uh, first female dictator. Okay, uh, that's actually close to happening because I I think um, 
was it Ken Kim Jun Il uh Un's sister is like highly oh, in yeah. you know aggressive kill brother mode right now. So that may actually happen. You never know. <laughs> but I will say with the yeah, she's a she's the first of a lot. So I give her a prize. Like I honestly would say congratulations to a person who is the first of their name. And I mean she's the first in a lot of categories. So but I'm going to get your thoughts on this. It's, uh, you, Sarah, being you know, a woman and all. Uh, how are you going to feel when she's president in about a year? <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Joe. He's not looking no, he's great, not. is he? Uh. <laughs> um, I mean, that, that would be something. For sure. I mean, I don't know what kind of something, but it'd be a something. Yeah. I mean, as far as like breaking another glass ceiling, she doesn't take over. That's just one that, more. That, go. <laughs> I think there's a, there's, a, there's a small percentage chance that that happens if he doesn't make it four years that she has to has to step in for some kind of reason, medical emergency, whatever. But even if he makes it and decides not to run for a second term, I can see her definitely going for it and having a pretty good shot at it. If these four years, and they don't you know royally mess anything up mm-hmm. or they get a lot of hate, I think I think she's got a shot at it. She chooses to run, which I think she would for sure, because she wants that the top spot. I think she would too. Actually, I think she would try to do a like her and a female vice president. Oh, that that is a bad idea. And the reason why I say that is the amount of people who showed hate in the first place because she was a woman. If you have a double woman right. deal, it the the likelihood because this goes back to when um. Sarah Palin being on the bill trying to, you know, win the presidency. I think it negatively impacted that run because everybody, not everybody, a lot of people did not like her or they felt that she wasn't VP material, et cetera. So it kind of impacted it. I got a bad feeling like if she was to go, no, I'm not to say that I would or would not, but I got a feeling that a lot of people would look at that like, okay, I'm not going to, I voted for one. I'm not going to vote for two. You know what I mean? Yeah, it might be too early for a double woman ticket. True. I think you're right, Chris. I think it depends on how this one goes. This presidency. Sarah Palin goes. wasn't ready for um, a, a counselorship <laughs> in a small town. <laughs> so she, no. she wasn't ready for anything. So that was, that was yeah. a bad uh, choice. Was, they were just choice. trying to get the, the woman checkbox on that one. Mm-hmm. So maybe, uh, maybe not so quickly then, but wouldn't doubt that that would be somewhere in the future very soon, sooner rather. In the next than 200 years, it'll happen. <laughs> Definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, just another two, two, three. I'm years. actually surprised because I will say, after, and I know me and Chris, we had to, we had those back and forth because we, you know, we got stories on stories about this stuff running down the street looking for meat for lunch and stuff. Um, going back and forth about when Obama was first like. Now, I was a person who went independent. He was the Obama person. Let's just get that out the way. Obama and yeah, <laughs> so. I didn't think he, once he got elected, I honestly thought there would never, ever be another person of color ever to be elected in one of those two seats ever again, ever. Okay. Because of the backlash. Yeah. Look, look at because definitely look at his Look at his eight years and how scrutinized those eight years were versus eight years of somebody that was pre- previous to that. He didn't have no scandals. He didn't do anything to anybody, really. <laughs> Yet people literally to this day was like, man, Obama Nim, Obama Nim. He, he wore a tan suit. What? But before that, I was <laughs> how dare he? Uh, wait, well, they had wait, a big old big old come no, up and because no. he wore a tan suit one time. And they're like, you can't do that. And that was all over Fox <sighs> News. It was a scandal. He had that scandal. Oh Lord. That dude could blow his nose and folks would be like, look, Obama Nim. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. But before that, I had already, uh, true. But I'd always heard, like, and maybe it's because in Texas a lot. I, I was born and raised in Texas, but like, I always heard, like, oh, Clinton and, and his, like, even before he was, like, his whole scandal. Really? Like, uh, yeah. They always blamed him for everything. Not everybody loved Clinton. He was always. Well, Democrats did, a, not Republican states, and Texas hasn't been a Democratic state in God knows when. 
So like, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I think you're right though. I think there is inherent uh, uh, bias there as far as putting more blame on Obama than just, than any other president simply because, um, you know, he is a black president or he was a black president. And I'm sure then I'm sure that might be actually, I hope it's not a precursor, but we might see that too kind of at a lesser degree than with. uh, No, we're going to definitely see it. I agree. Before you even (laughs) say it, I I can guarantee you, you're going to see it. Like you're going to see it like never before because she's the first woman, the first African-American woman. First Asian American woman. It's like the list goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. And there's like, yeah, yeah, she yeah. is gonna be bad for her. You know, luckily she's VP and not president, because at least the biggest brunt of the problem would go towards Grandpa Joe versus her. But she's gonna yeah, she's definitely gonna have a lot of backlash. I can guarantee that part. Yeah, they're both coming mm-hmm. in with all the conspiracy theories, fake election, fraud, and all that. So they already have that on top of the other things that they can try to bust out for hating her for being a person of color and a female. So mm-hmm. they're going to have plenty of things to try to throw at them and, and complain and bitch and moan and all that for four years and however much longer we get. So it's not a surprise they're going to have to deal with some of that. Either choose to try to ignore it or hopefully, or not, not they're not going to be able to convince those people and bring them in or anything or change their minds. So they're just going to have to deal with it for the next few years. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if. Obama was trying to run it through like Trump and he put on the angry black man uh, for personality. Oh, man. They would have thrown him out in like two weeks. It would have like, been a lynch party at the White House. They wouldn't have let him have four years like, like Trump did with the way the he ran. Fastest stuff. impeachment ever. They would have exactly. kicked him out. And like they would actually kick him out <laughs> instead of letting him stay there like for Trump. Yeah, no way that would have happened. So he had to be on his P's and Q's and be all nice and have his kids' gloves on and, and couldn't really kick ass like he needed to because they were going to come down his throat for everything he did. Uh, yeah, agreed. But, you know, well, you know, we're, we're not known for the politics here. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that part because. It, it, no matter which side of the vote you're on, today was a very different historic day because it's something that hasn't been done. I mean, the same thing with when Obama got in, it was a historic day. It's something that's never been done. And like the, the, the secession of white VPs finally has some color in it is a really <laughs> big deal. And yes. not only that, I mean, and I could be wrong because we don't, Normally, it's never said or whatever, but Grandpa Joe is the oldest president ever. Like, he is literally going to be 70, 100 years old when he takes office. You know, mm. that's another accomplishment because it was between two decrepit old men that was going to run this country, <laughs> Bernie and his fool. So, I, I'm glad Grandpa Joe won it because Bernie is like, let me get some soft shoes, some bagels, and then we all good <laughs> in socialism. So, Hey, look, they, the, the youngest man won. I'm happy. Well, people shitting. It all depends. <laughs> we might get the first president wearing the pins, getting a sponsorship in the White House by the time it's all over. <laughs> Grandpa Joe depends. I depend on Grandpa Joe. <laughs> well, so what, what have y'all been up to this week? I mean, I'm just saying, I, I have a whole bunch of stories because, like, things be happening. Maybe he's like, what, what? I don't understand it, but I don't want to take this spotlight. Chris, Chris tries to be a comedian. He'd be trying to, you know, fix stuff, you know, do weird stuff before we record, which is the weirdest thing. Like last week, he was all on point. He was the funniest man alive. This week, he's like, oh, and man, record none of it. <laughs> I didn't record. Look, OK, we've been doing what? 51 episodes of this thing. And out of 51 episodes, homie was funny. One episode like I was supposed oh, to know. That's that's <laughs> The stars aligned. You're supposed to be on it, man. The stars aligned. He was drinking some Modelo, and he was like, man, I'm on one. I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, it'll come back around someday. It'll come back. Damn, Chris. But, yeah. I mean, Modelo's at the store, man. I can, I can make a run. We can pause it. We can take a short little break for an ad and get a six-pack. <laughs> take a break for that. We're, we're going to pause for station identification while Chris goes and gets a Modelo. We're sponsored by Modelo. It's Modelo time. No. 
look, I told you the last time. <laughs> stop saying these things before we get sued. Because the last time you like, yeah, we got this. I'm like, no, no, we ain't got none of that. They love, they love that publicity. All of our downloads and stuff. Modelo needs that. They need that airtime. I don't think Modelo needs our help for anything at this point in life. <laughs> um, has anybody had a Corona since the beginning? Anybody? Uh, I think Nobody? I had one in the last year. One. Uh, I'm just wondering how long they're gonna be around, or how much people are actually buying those with because of the name. It's it's unfortunate to have that name. It really is. Early on, I did see articles where their sales did drop. So they had an impact because nobody wanted to have any kind of Corona to do with their life at all. So, I I remember going to a I think a Tom Thumb Thomas Thumb here. Yeah, no. Before you start <laughs> saying, because I know Chris is gonna say some dumb stuff. You should no, we go to H E B. We no, don't no, not have HDB. You're going to get HDB one day, but down here we have HEBs, we have Kroger's, and we have Bob Pinkies. So I don't know if they're a cousin store, kind of like Aldi and other uh, store in Europe. What the hell like- is Bob Pinky? Let me look that up because <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Bob Pinky. What the- That's some shit that don't exist. That? Um, so not. You're looking it up in a dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, Tom, Bob Pinky. Bob Pinky's grocery store. Where you can get Modelo twelve packs for six dollars. Like yeah, no, like, going on. Oh, I don't. I, you don't drink at all, do you, Sarah? Not often. Um, but uh, there used to be a Piggly Wiggly where I used to live. I've That's been to legit. That was legit. That's legit, legit OG. Place. They didn't even. They didn't even card me. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly started in Mississippi, I think, or I think it started in Mississippi. I, but we we had most of them in. In Memphis, and I remember, and yeah, this is my old man. I'm almost as old as Grandpa Joe at this point. I remember. Uh, I, re- I remember going down <laughs> to the, the corner day. store. Ah, baby, I went to the <laughs> corner store yesterday, and I needed to pick up me some depends and some corn nuggets. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, but yeah, we had Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly, and Mega Market. I used to work at Mega Market at one point in my life too. Yeah, but anyway, back to this Bob Pickney. <laughs> My picnic grocery store. <laughs> uh, Back but, to it. Tell us what were you doing at Tom Thumb? Yes, yes. I will tell you this. Yeah. I went to Tom Thumb. Thomas B. Thumb, if you don't know. Um, and I was in line. This is like probably the beginning of 2020. And what's weird, these, these college guys, I'm going to say they're college guys. They probably wouldn't. They may have been. They may or not have been. I'm just saying. So they went in, grabbed Corona, and they started yelling throughout the store, I got Corona. Like, it was hilarious. And then they walked out of the store with like a 24-pack of Coronas. Like, it was hilariously <laughs> funny because kept, they kept bumping into people, oh, I'm sorry, I got Corona. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, only that was people back when it was funny before everybody died. <laughs> you know? Dude. <laughs> Those frat boys might be joke. dead. Rest in they peace. Might. I don't know. They it's, been a, it's been a rough year, man. I don't think anybody's yeah. walking around the store doing that joke now. Away, yeah. RIP frat boys. Well, you know they uh they 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 probably are right. <laughs> I'm not gonna wish death on them, but you know, <laughs> no. but it, it is kind of <laughs> it's not as funny as it used to be. Like oh, many more coronas in their future. Safe. I, I know you not talking. This dude here, like any kind of tra- tragic event that happens, he gives it a week, and he's <laughs> like, oh yeah. All bits are off now. That's how to you, make you fun trying of to everything. put some some bad juju on my name here, <laughs> D- dude. Tell us you be out there besides, besides the nine eleven, bro. I haven't made fun of any tragic events. <laughs> but you said beside. Oh my god, really, really? Okay. <laughs> I waited ten years before I said anything about nine eleven. Yeah, uh, nobody believes you. But anyway, um, what's in the news this week that anybody cares about? I mean, for the most part, this week has been kind of dry especially in electronics and things on nature because all the stuff that's going on the riots were last week technically and then this week is kind of like inauguration and i think the whole world was just sitting around waiting to see what was going to happen and just note we got through the day so nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow at this point not one soul so other than those two event life-altering events at this point what's been going on with sarah have we found the new replacement for Hello Kitty yet? Never. Oh. Never gonna find a replacement for Hello Kitty. Damn I Hello mean, Kitty. That's go go sorry. 
Excuse you. It's <laughs> <laughs> fighting words, man. Well. Fighting words. Um, um, and uh, speaking of which, with your Thomas E. Thumb there, uh, H-E-B is also for Herbert uh, E. Butts. I think it and is. And the middle is Eats. Herbert Eats Butts. No, Howard. Eats Butts. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, I remember Chris no. taking me to the corporate office in San Antonio. It says Herbert eats butts on the wall. No, I, I cannot confirm that. It does not say that. Oh, this is not a work podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do not condone anything like that. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> but it's coming through with like the real v- VIP is. Yeah. VIP. <laughs> but uh, no, there's nothing really different going on with me. I actually, if anything, I was really fascinated. So the Economist did their own little um, postmortem actually of cyberpunk. Oh. Which was really fascinating. Yeah, the communist? Like just talking about how economist. Oh, economist. I was like, whoa. Like, who's that? Is that, a new, is that a new publication, the communist? Uh, <laughs> Couldn't hear. It's only, it's only Soviet Union. No. <laughs> but no, the, uh, the economist, uh, they did their own like postmortem regarding like how it was kind of a botched launch and, you know, kind of, uh, I, I don't know. It was very interesting to me. Like they kind of broke it down, kind of segment by segment, like the cost of, you know, how much money they made off of it. But then at the same time, you know, they, there was all these issues, how it was kind of mirrored what was going on in Europe right now with the Euro and things like that. It was supposed to be a really big win for Europe as far as uh, the gaming industry. Um, but it was totally a misfire, complete misfire. And actually, it brings up a question I did want to pose to you guys. I mean, do you think there should be somewhat of, maybe not Parency, maybe that's not the right word, but a little more forthcoming this way yes. from <laughs> the from publishers if they're going to because I keep seeing that like we'll get closer to launch dates on things and then they just push them out um, further and further. Well, I think the difference in this case, I mean, I, I'm cool with that. I'm cool if you get to a point of a release date and you realize right. or before it. I'm not saying the day of. Like if you realize, like you know, two weeks before release date or three weeks before release date or whatever, and you're like, okay, this is not gonna go well. There's probably gonna be issues, and we need to push it out. I'm cool. That's fine. Every there's never been a company on the face of the planet that hasn't at least mm-hmm. delayed a game by a day or so. It happens all the time. Nothing. New. Right. What's not cool is when you lie about it because. They took it. They took it and took it to a whole new level. It was like, hold my beer. I'm gonna push it back multiple times and then lie at the end and say, oh yeah, it's it's good, it's gravy. So th- their situation is totally different. They they lied about it. They pushed the game back. Now they're in the point of. I think I was reading something about there may be a possible hostile takeover because they dumped so much money from investors because you know basically they were pulling the plug on everything. So it's kind of like, why do it? Because like that's the worst example of botchery I've ever seen. Like botching a game is one thing. Game comes out, it's bad. Fine. Game comes out later than it's supposed to. Fine. Game come out, you lie to investors and the company and the world. Right. Big and I can difference. Only imagine that all those and all those investors, retailers, everyone, customers are just absolutely furious with them yeah so, but i but i i had heard inklings before it even launched like not just industry-wide but just like just from other just from other sources like people who were who kind of knew what was going on behind the scenes and kind of said like it's not going to be ready so like why would you right. why why not just say people hey it's going to take an extra six. you know i don't know uh chris i'm sure you can attest to that so much like anything else you have people that you 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 unless you are the owner of the company 100 percent, you have to walk this fine line with investors or your owners or whatever publisher whatever you whatever you want to call it because there's a mm. a return that you have to do maybe some, that was of some sort money you know simple as that it all goes back to money uh, of course because the fact that you said it was going to be out and everything is money. I mean, if you said, look, just think about the fact we we talked about this on the other what two podcasts ago, right? Just think about the fact that they this game was supposed to come out in April, 
Oh, I didn't know it was that far. Of 2020. Yeah. Oh. I know. And it was a long time ago. So just think of how think about how bad it looked at the end versus what it would have looked in April because they had to have worked on something. So they got it to a point that was playable. I got a feeling it wasn't even playable in, in April on old yeah, generation. stuff has come out in these recent stories. They keep getting more and more details when they're interviewing some of these devs off the books anonymously and finding out even before COVID, the game wasn't ready. The, the developers inside knew that it wasn't going to come out last year. It's January, March, April. It wasn't going to hit any of those dates. It was not ready. The bugs and everything were too great. It wasn't playable. It just wasn't going to make it. So they, they were aware of that and they were surprised when ER and everything came out announcing release dates and stuff. And they're like, oh, we're not going to hit that. We know it's not going to make it. And then when COVID hit, something I saw on a story was going into, since it happened so fast, they had to move, move everybody out of the office and everybody got spread out and sent home to do their work. They couldn't give every single person a console dev kit. So they continued on PCs. And when they're playing it at their home PC, cool, it's fine. And then when it comes down to it to get it running on PS4 and Xbox One, everything shits the bed because they weren't actively testing and like loading up, oh. seeing what's going on every single time they mm. had a build made of it. So that could explain some of the disparity with how bad it was and how bad it ran because not every person brought up onto and they're focused on the PC version. That actually does. That so that's a problem. makes a lot of sense. That, that sucks because man, that would really suck because that means you would actually have to blame the testers and creators and not necessarily the head of company because they can't control what you're doing your work on technically. So if you turn it in and you say, Oh, I forgot well, about it. It was just, it was just a bad, bad organization for the whole company and, and up against some other stuff. And you, you still complain the heads because yeah. they were pushing these release dates. They wanted to hit the, the uh, stock price. You know, they told those guys, they gassed them up that we're going to have 8 million pre-orders. We're going <laughs> to sell this. They weren't preparing for, you know, 5 million refunds and whatever the hell else happened. And that, that certainly ruined everybody's day. And we already know their stock price tanked. They lost $500 million getting sued. A bunch of bad stuff going on on their side. But the, the devs came out about a week ago and announced a whole roadmap for 2021 of how they're going to fix the game. And what, they're, what they're doing as far as patching, uh, next-gen, all that stuff. And getting the old consoles working at like a good level. Yeah, keep coming with the free DLC. That's how they got a lot of love on Witcher 3. The timeline looks like it's not going to be until the final quarter of this year when the next which makes no patch sense. comes out. Yeah. Like they said, originally they were going to have that in February, March. Like, man, right after the consoles come out, a couple months, hit it with that. But if the game, damn base game doesn't <laughs> even work, it's another year. So, yes. so this is truly what they needed, like development wise. They needed to delay like a whole extra year. Wow. At that point, it was going to be like they've been working on it for eight years and. Firebomb the offices if they didn't release this game. Eventually. How long did it take for Witcher Three to come out? I mean, because I I, I I wasn't there. I know we had this conversation before. Um, I wasn't there at the beginning when Witcher Three came out. So, what was it? I know it wasn't botched like this. I get that, but did it have a while before it got good, or was it just out of the box good? I know Chris, you played it at the beginning or sort of at the beginning. So, do you know? Well, it wasn't anywhere near this level of, of shit that happened right. to it. It had a lot of backlash initially because it was a downgrade compared to reproduction footage that they showed, just like in this game where they hype it up with the perfect right. graphics and next-gen everything, and the lighting's perfect and everything, and then they come out with the game and it looks a lot different. So I remember a lot of the backlash being uh, downgraded stuff. People were angry about that, and there were some glitches and slime glitches, etc. Control things, whatever, falling through the world. They cleaned all that stuff up, and a year later, everybody forgot about that, and they're pretty satisfied with the final product. But this thing came out. You can't even play it on some consoles, and it's a total damn mess. So it's it's way worse. And they're were, they were riding on that high, thinking the same problems happened during development in Witcher 3, and we just crunched for 20 hours a day, mm -hmm. and we figured it out. And you know, by the end, we made it work. This time, they came up on that deadline, and they didn't have enough time. They couldn't make it work. They still had to release it. So... I guess so uh, I guess another thing, Witcher 3 was PC only at first, right? I may have to look. Uh, I can't remember if it came out at the same time on console. Because I want to say it wasn't, and the reason why I say it wasn't, because 
that will make it easier for you to program and fix things if it's come out on PC. Yes, there are thousand different versions of PCs and cards, but you can still just localize it on PC. And if it runs on a you know a back then it would have been like a not maybe a five seventy or a Radeon five seventy or something. If it runs on this, it can run on anything, and you can focus just on the PC side of it and not on consoles. But I I want to say it came. It did not come out on consoles at the same time. I could be wrong. And Witcher Three only was in development for three and a half years, so I know Cyberpunk was like six or seven years. They had at least double the time. They even had more time to yes. do things on Cyberpunk, and it still turned into a shit show. That's, That's pretty wild. I think uh, no, it came out. Looks like it came out on the same well, time. They screwed the pooch on the other one. <laughs> That's all they did. Yeah. So they had the history there. To they knew what they were doing, but this time they just took on too big of a project, got everybody hyped up, and. They couldn't deliver, man. I saw actually. There's a funny video. Uh, there's a guy that always compares, uh, like people talking at E3 before games come out and like the final product, showing the side by side, and showing them like talking about features that end up right. getting cut and things they lied about. And he has a 45 minute video. This guy's name is like Crow B Cat on YouTube. It's a 45 minute video of him going through all the E3 stuff, showing the crowds, showing the graphics, showing the smart AI and the vehicles and all the physics, and then showing the real game and how. Stuff from like Saints Row 2 in like 2006 has better oh. physics interaction with NPCs oh. and cars and stuff than Cyberpunk 2077 and 2020 wow. does. It's, it's real embarrassing. It's funny as hell. But it's, it's kind of crazy. It, it's not a good thing for them. But we've been talking about this game too many times, too, too many weeks, times, six weeks now. <laughs> and it's always, it's always more bad stuff. Every, there's, there's enough to go around of more bad stuff coming oh, out. Yeah. Instead of us talking about, man, we've been playing this game for a month and it's fantastic. Right. We love it. Did you get to that cool part of the game? All it is is talking shit on this and dragging it through news every week. But they did, they did it to themselves. I don't know. Like here, here's what's messed up, right? You know how it was a saying: one bad apple can spoil the lot. Like this game being as bad as it is, nobody's got a problem. Like you can, you can literally have the worst fucked up game ever this year. It's still not get talked about. You can literally have a game that runs over puppies and shoots babies. And nobody's going to talk about you because CD, <laughs> CD project red fucked up so bad that their game <laughs> is going to take headline for the rest of the next two years. Yeah. I think everybody's got a clear mm-hmm. path for two years to kind of have some mistakes and they can, uh, Take the heat off. Just talk and talk. Talk back to Cyberpunk and like, CD Project. Like, listen That's to this. Right. Check this out. NBA 2K21 came out. It's still terrible. Nobody has talked about it. Madden came out exactly. Madden came out that. last year. It was still terrible. Nobody said anything about it. There have been several games that come out that wasn't that great, but nobody has said anything about any game except for this one game for the last two years. That is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you want that attention, but this time I bet they're they're hoping people just stop talking about them. <laughs> oh well. But besides shitting on Cyberpunk, did anybody actually play a game in the last couple of weeks? Anybody playing anything? No, no gamers on this podcast. I have. What you doing? <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm playing plenty of games, bro. Be sitting here in my drawers eating cereal. After I get out of work, as soon as work Some ends, things we don't need take off my know, shirt. Jeff. Hey, look, I'm telling the people. I'm telling the people. <laughs> um, take off my shirt. You eat cereal out of your belly get button. Some, get some yeah. Cheerios. <laughs> dump them in my stomach. My stomach hole and start munching away. Um, and it brings me to a good thing. I'm glad you said that. Good segue there, Chris. Uh, so, what's weird, right? Epic. Epic has found a way into my heart like nobody else before, right? They gave away Battlefront two this week and then as soon as they gave the game away a, 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 a story came out today that said that the ea servers got slammed so hard that they couldn't keep up with it the amount of people who started playing battlefront yesterday or this week actually it, it was like the end of the beginning of the week i i've been playing battlefront with some friends who actually play this game because like i got this one friend who collects them like he's you know a museum or something but he never actually plays them he collects them like they're you know, gonna go away. Like he, he, uh-huh. me and Sarah talked about this on one of the podcasts that, that he wasn't on. This is this one friend. He was like, it, there is a group of people who are you know collecting flash games and you know the the trying to you know uphold these things for future generations. The archivers, the archivers out there. I, I I know one. I know one personally. <laughs> 
It could be me, bro. I did I did redeem my copy of Star Wars Battlefront 2, so now I got it on in Game Pass. I think I have it on PS4. Now I got it free on Epic. I can play anywhere you want to play, bro. Cross play, not cross play, direct play, behind play, side play. I got you on <laughs> Battlefront, but I just have no to play. It. Actually launched the game. And no play is where I'm at right now. <laughs> but I do own it. I'm I'm happy to hear you trying to play it because Three years ago when it came out, that was also a shit show. If you remember the yeah, backlash on yeah, Battlefront yeah, 2, yeah, it was bad, but they, they turned it into a great game, though. I hear great things about it now, but when it was first out, it was so bad. I played it for like two days, and I, I put it off. I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. All the microtransactions, everything else, but we've all put that in our in our memory. Oh, it's a damn good on. game now. You, you're right. Though We played it We played it yesterday, and I, I didn't play it when it first came out. No, I took the bait. I was in the like the beta when it first came out because I played Battlefield, so I got a lot of you know access for EA. Now, one thing with off the top, we everybody know EA. We know EA launches are always fucked. They they're always messed up. But you get to a point where you're like, oh, it's just EA. You know, at this point, <laughs> everybody knows it's gonna happen. Battlefront was terrible at the beginning. Like those microtransactions, all this stuff they try to stuff in that game. That was terrible, which is why they broke up, you know, a couple of weeks ago or a couple, last week, actually. And the game was bad. I started playing it more in the middle. And when I played it yesterday, the difference between when I played it to now is is an entirely different game. Like it really truly is. But it was a shit ton of people on there last night. It was the, the servers were chalked. Yeah, they're probably happy about that. That's probably the most engagement they've had for a few years now, and bringing a bringing a population back on an old game that they've kind of made their money on. I like it when companies do that, and then get the multiplayer crowd back in it, especially when something's crossplay. That means you can jump on any any system you got, and now you have a bunch of people in the community playing it again, and not trying to wait twenty minutes for matchmaking to happen. So that means you got no excuse to actually play some shit that you downloaded seven months ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I should. I feel shamed right oh, now. Oh, I, I know. I'm publicly right. shamed. I'm being flogged. I'm being flogged in public for not <laughs> playing any games. And you, you, you will laugh at me for the game I did play the last couple of weeks. I, I, I beat. I beat some games. Hold on. I, I'm, let me guess. Beat. Sarah, you want to take a stab at it? You want to? You want to think what he played? Uh, Pretty Princess Party. <laughs> uh, the direct opposite of that, but probably. Just like that, like a point-click adventure. I bet that's what it is. <laughs> uh, I was playing through the the Telltale Walking oh, Dead. Oh, I know game. what you were playing because I can see it in your list. Remember, I can see what you're I playing. Know, you be watching me. You be I, mean, I, mean, I, I got a stalker. I got a, a number one super fan right here. Hey. <laughs> but I, I beat a Walking Dead Michonne. It's just like a little mini series connecting some uh, some of those storytelling mm-hmm. tell, parts before she was part of the TV show. And then there was like a Walking Dead A New Frontier, which is season right before the final season of these telltale games now i'm going back to walking dead season one because i just finished walking dead season why two, are you doing them out of order like, three or four months ago well i already beat one a long time ago like in 2012 but they have it on xbox one and i'm trying to do some achievement challenge right now so i'm trying to get some achievements off an easy game that takes like four yeah. hours to beat <laughs> so i'm just playing through it again it's cool it's got good memories the first one's actually i think the best one out of all of them but then i got one more to go the Walking Dead, the final season. And I'll finally be done with all these games after, you know, like 10 years of them coming out. Actually, that's not the last one. The whole series. There's the VR one, Saint and the Sinners, yeah. that you also have to play. Yeah, there's a... Well, yeah, I got, I got that one too. But I'm talking <laughs> just strictly the Telltale series. I do have the Saints and Sinners game, and I have it, have my PSVR, but I had never launched it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I figured as much. I was I like, <laughs> I have it, but I've never played it. What the hell? It's supposed to be one of the best PSVR games. Yeah. That you never played in there. I need to jump in there and give you some impressions of that. Tell you about the VR. Sarah, are you playing anything? Uh, not at the moment. No. Hell, I should. Dang, Sarah. Sarah became an adult. She ain't playing nothing. I should. (laughs) Not words with friends. Sudoku. Nothing on the phone. I I I should. What do you recommend? Um, oh, don't, don't take no recommendations from uh, a dude who ain't playing. Shoots nothing. and ladders. <laughs> shoots and ladders. Perfect. <laughs> Start there. <laughs> That's easy. Start with the board games, work your way back into the digital. I would say Genshin Impact, because that's what everybody else is playing at this point. Hmm. Or, or Farmville, if they're still around. Oh, is Farmville even still, is that still around? I, I think it's gone. I think no, they shut those servers off, bro. Long time ago, Zynga. Animal Crossing's still doing pretty good. 
Oh my! I threw myself in there. Build my own little island. That was a quarantine game of the year. Sure. (laughs) Quarantine game of the year. Like I, I think Nintendo actually was the winner of Quarantine Gate because they made what two games? I think for sure, two for sure that captivated enough people that everybody went out and bought. So there's people who went and bought Switches who had never played, you know, a Nintendo product before for a game. Just because their friends said it's you know it's like Farmville or Stardew Valley or one of these other thousands of games that are on mobile that people play, so they actually want to win. Game. What? Well, they could. You said they they brought out two games. Yeah, which one? Yeah, the second game was um, another Mario game, and then Zelda. Those well, Zelda was the second game, but another Mario game. So they come out with these games piece by piece. So like every two months, you'll see a game from Nintendo that people run out to go buy. Super Mario, of course. First one. Then you got Animal Crossing that came out last year. Zelda that came out a year before that, that you still haven't played, by the way, Chris. Um, <laughs> True. Couple, and they, every couple of months or so, Mario Kart was another one. Mario Kart 8 was really big. Yeah. Like, that game was super big. And speaking of that, I think they're going to announce Mario Kart 8. I mean, 9. I say 8. 9 here in a few. So that'll be a Smash Brothers Ultimate. Nobody cares about Smash. And then before <laughs> somebody come and talk to me about damn Smash, Go find yourself somewhere to be where I spray you down. And I don't care about you Smash players. Get out of my face. Ooh, Jeff has spoke. <laughs> wow. That's some, that's some know, fighting right? words right there. But too bad Smash Brothers is not a fighting game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not a fighting game. This is Smash Brothers a sit and wait party game. <laughs> Man, I was, I'm listening to my old podcast, Catching Up on Stuff. And I just got to the episode where they watched the Nintendo Direct and they announced some new characters. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's coming to Smash Brothers. And it's like three years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old ass podcast from like November 2018 Bro, or something. It's like, oh, damn, all, these, all these characters, all these characters are out already. I'm behind, dude. I got a behind on podcast and games. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you listen to an episode. It's like the Reich has fallen. The Reich has fallen. Man, when is it? Wait, 1946. <laughs> God damn. The USSR is over. Yay! Finally, <laughs> like the wall has crumbled. And speaking of Cheers. Speaking of podcasts, today. Is the twenty year anniversary of the first official podcast? Really recognized, like overall. I didn't read the ah. whole story yet. Starting going through the story yes. about a dude in his basement doing some stuff, and back when RSS feeds were big, the guy had an idea to wow. turn the RSS feeds into an audio delivery thing, not just text delivery. So they played around with some things, and dude recorded a podcast and uh, started a whole whole new revolution. It was the same guy who basically started the RSS feed to make blogs big back in the early 2000s, which moved into into these uh, podcasts that we know and love today that we're on right now. So that's pretty cool. Dude, that's some history. Yeah, the podcast is 20 <laughs> years old. Pretty neat. Man's that, a pioneer. That's, that's history. Awesome. Wait, you said 20 years old? Like when? Because I thought this was like 2001. much newer than that. Yeah, 20 years. As far as a dude recording like an audio snippet and starting it up of having some conversations. Using the like an audio file, yeah. Because it was still early on. Mm. Yeah, because because back then they were having issues with the internet sucking so bad. Oh, we still there, bro. <laughs> Pushing these audio files around was gonna be gonna be a hard a hard thing to do. Like back when we had fifty six k trying to stream or, or download a hundred megabyte, fifty megabyte audio file. Oh. Yeah, so it was early on. They had they had to try some new things, break mm. some ground, man. Yeah, as I, as I was trying to look that information up, I give you respect for. Look, that's a history lesson. Respect. I appreciate it. But mm. as you were talking, I was trying to type it and my fucking fingers keep sticking to my keyboard. So I'm looking down like, what is on my keyboard? Right. <laughs> like, why is my keyboard sticky as all get out? Stop with the cereal. Like, oh, yeah. Stop why with is the it? cereal. Oh. Then- <laughs> oh. The keys are P and O. Yeah, P and O are sticky. You don't have you don't <laughs> wonder oh, why. Yeah, those, no. <laughs> I wonder you why. don't have to show us with the camera, Jeff. Take the camera off the keyboard. Don't show <laughs> us. Don't zoom in. P-N-O is sticky. P-O enter space bar shift are all sticky. I don't know why. Man. That's interesting. Yeah. That's fascinating, that's fascinating indeed. It's Coca-Cola, I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it's Coca-Cola, but I'm I just wanted to point out that my keyboard is sticky. I I'm trying to type it out on my bed. I was like podcast. Why is PO sticky right now? I don't understand. One can only hope it's Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I, I might have to take a black light out and figure out. Oh uh, no! Uh, no, I no. Ain't no, y'all, y'all continue. Yeah. continue. Jeff, talk, Jeff talking about throwing people down and Smash Brothers and spraying them. I don't Ooh. know what else he's, he's getting around. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> I don't remember saying anything about spraying anybody. In- roll, roll the tape back. You said something about spraying people on Smash Brothers and throwing them to the ground. Now it- and yeah, <laughs> it all it all makes sense. Yeah, it's coming together. Your keyboard, people, everybody's getting sprayed when they come to your apartment. <laughs> Look, if you come in this apartment, you might get sprayed. That's on the door. It says it. There is actually a thing on the door that says it. So all I'm saying is read the damn sign. That's all I can say. Well, anyway. So on this day, the day is the 20th of January. We in a new free America or the same old shit from yesterday. Who knows? (laughs) That's yet to be seen. We'll see how it goes. Anybody want to tell me what they're looking forward to the to the end of this weekend at this point? I need to I need to binge some more TV shows and uh, catch up on Wandavision. I thought you was gonna say you want to build that uh, that ugly ass fence in the backyard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I already I already fixed my. Fence. Tell that story because that, that, that project. Took a few I need minutes. you to tell that story because it was funny to me that you took time out to do something and you you bitched them on about that. Literally, it took you 30 seconds to do. Okay, because it's an unwanted house project <laughs> when someone backs into your fence and messes up some boards. Essentially screws it up where your dog could get out. Luckily, he did not escape, but some old senile dude that lives across us uh, backed out of his garage and hit our fence somehow, put a big hole in it, messed up some boards, and he didn't have the courtesy to come by and hand give me a fist. No, bump, no, say, say, sorry, say how you said it today. He ain't leave no note or uh, nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> He didn't even know. He didn't leave five dollars. He didn't say sorry. Nothing. Not a damn thing. He did, he drove off slowly like nothing happened. Like I don't have cameras everywhere, so I can't see his ass doing it. So I already know who did it. <laughs> but I went to the store. It cost me like four dollars, and I I just replaced the boards. If it happens again, we gonna have some words. We gonna have a problem. But right now it's good. And he's like ninety nine years old, so I'll, I'll give him a pass this one time. If it happens again. Send, though, send Jeff over there to spray. We're gonna have some words. <laughs> Oh no, no! I'll just send my wife over there. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll stick him on her, or I'll stick her on him because she was like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait!" Somebody hits your fence, you give away your wife. That's an interesting concept. That's new to me. I didn't no, seen that before. No, I send her over there to take care of business because she, she she can kick ass, take names when it needs yeah. to happen. Okay, I'm gonna be over there. I'm gonna be over there apologizing to him at the end of it, trying to be all nice and stuff. She, she's gonna just take him down. I believe it. Take him out the pasture, man. Put take him behind the barn and, and put him I down. Sarah, mm-hmm. you got projects <laughs> this weekend? No, I think I'm not really. I don't really have any projects uh, to work on. Look, Sarah, you're gonna have to be a little bit more extra because you just bought no. <laughs> but like, we're waiting. You gotta do something. For, uh, so we're gonna totally boring, but we're gonna put in a garden. In the backyard, so we're just waiting for our yeah, uh, yeah we're waiting for a kid to get here, so to to make our garden and everything. Um, and really, I mean, since this is a tech podcast, I will I will say I'm going to catch up on the C- CES 2021 information. I need to. I yeah. that. Oh, you missed it last week. The CES episode was good. That was good. But the gardening that's right and up my alley. Where you grow? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you. I don't know if you know. But my wife works at a nursery with her parents that they oh, run. So awesome. I'm around plants all the time. I'm starting to get a green thumb from her rubbing off on me. And we have a, a garden with some you know, self-irrigating stuff in the back that we grew a lot of vegetables that we couldn't eat last year. And I just put in some edging around the house for some rose bushes. We worked on that project last week. It's different kind of stuff. We got plants all over the damn place. This so is not home and garden TV, support. by the way. I just want this to is, know this, this is home ec. Home rec, home outside, home gardening podcast, Central episode fifty three. So we, we we had so many plants outside the damn house because we just bring stuff from the nursery and throw it around, put it in pots. That we had to get that irrigation set up because literally in the summer, she got the backyard, I got the front. It would take us an hour and a half hour to like water everything, and you got to do it every two days when it's like one hundred and ten wow. degrees in Texas. So last year we were like, no sir, had <laughs> to put in that automatic stuff to run that piping everywhere because it was such a pain in the ass. And then the plants do much better when you. You know, hit them with that water mm-hmm. every two days. Nice. Yeah, well, awesome. I ain't doing none of that. But I did think about uh, growing some mushrooms. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be trying to figure out these weird little things to do. So I may try to do some some home mushrooms. 
uh, buy a mushroom kit. You water That's it, cool. so we'll see how that goes. Oh, Texas fungus. They send like they they sell those. I don't know Netflix. if you've heard of them, but they I think they're located in Dallas and they sell fungus kits, like mushroom kits. I had to look that up then because I'm yeah. looking for some fungus. Now you're trying to do because we've looked into it. You're trying to do some fungus like on, on your pizza and your spaghettios, or are you trying to do some fungus like you're trying to see some things in your brain and have some weird <laughs> dreams and stuff? No, I'm not, psycho, I'm not trying to whatever experience. I'm not trying to do that kind of shrooms. I'm trying to do something that you put in your spaghettios. <laughs> but it reminds me of that time that you was growing uh, salvia in your front yard. I remember that. That's You tried to put it off on me. Man, salvia, <laughs> salvia is a nat- natural Texas native plant. I'll have you know. I don't know if it's the one you can smoke. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you with that. But they sell salvia at the nursery. I get you one if you want one for your house. Yes. So put it in a pot in front of your apartment. I'll send you a salvia in the mail. Send me salvia. And what I'm going to do is take the salvia and mix it with some nutmeg, and we're going to be. <laughs> no, you, need, you always need a, a spotter for that. I've seen people jump out of windows and do some crazy shit when they, Ooh, when they hit yeah. that. So be careful. You remember, the, you remember the craze back, what was it, five years ago, the bath salt craze where you were seeing like. Remember the zombie guy in oh, Florida who was just walking down the street eating babies and stuff? Oh, that was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh. I'm glad that phase went away. Chris, we do have some hard water in Texas, <laughs> but I don't think it's it's bath salts yeah. growing in my tub. Well, bad. yeah, Texas water does kind of suck. You gotta it's the that is the one thing I miss about Tennessee because Tennessee water was awesome, like great. Texas water tastes like somebody put their ass in a lake. And you drink it. It is terrible. You know, I, we don't give the dog Texas water anymore. We, we give we pour some out of uh, we pour some out of the little water dispenser with you know the five gallon jugs we get to the store because the damn hard water would put calcium and lime and all this shit like in his water bowl. It'll get hard and crusty and uh-huh. start growing stuff. So he he gets pure water now out out the machine, not not out the tap. Now you can call me bougie if you want. I'm gonna be one of those people that's feeding this dog, Chris, like with you. you know, cooked meals on the stove and stuff, and and fancy water, and like you know, some vitamin water. And things like that, but plants. he deserves it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what fancy. you do. You're growing plants for the dog, ain't it? Fancy. Hey, he he eats zucchini and cucumber and carrots and stuff, so he he's healthy. That's dog bougie. Eats zucchini and carrots. <laughs> that is bougie. Man, this dude will take a carrot and walk off and crunch the shit out of that <laughs> thing. Man, it's hilarious. My dog does his thing. He will drop a goldfish on the ground and not eat a goldfish or a Doritos, but he will eat a carrot and like a zucchini and some sushi rice. That's the kind of dog, dog he is. He's That's kind of me. specific. Did you try <laughs> to make some sushi for the dog? Is that what you're trying to tell no, me? No, no. I maybe dropped a piece of rice or something today when I had my sushi from HEB. That's not sushi from HEB. HEB sushi. It is. They have real yeah. sushi men. Making it there live every day, and you don't have HEB, so because if you, you have HEB, you know. HB, you know. <laughs> I've seen them. Kroger has the same damn thing. I synced it. I synced it at Kroger already. <laughs> no, but but do they have the Japanese chefs working in the store? Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. Kroger does have them, and they have a little spot in the middle of the store, and they got dudes with hats in there, and they cutting up stuff. And they ain't real Japanese people, like just like in San Antonio or not, but they're making sushi every day, all day. People make sushi at a no, gas These station. are real. What did you vet them? These are. Did real. you ask them for they yes, papers? They uh, I, that's not I I'm not allowed yeah. to do that. <laughs> I don't think that's okay, no man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I saw Hitoro Hanzo back there sharpening his sushi sword and stuff, so I know he's legit. Well, Tori Hanzo is back there making sushi. Okay, I did. I heard it on his bamboo. It's, it's all yeah. legit, man. And we we hire. I'm sure somebody at the company vets them. They can make sushi before they hire that's, them. That's great. You know, as long as it's not like. <laughs> oh, I was just get. I get the I get the Texas trio, so what? I know they're legit. Oh, legit Japanese making Texas sushi with all the spicy stuff on it and the oh, crunch, yeah. all the good stuff. Fantastic. Oh, <laughs> yummy. Uh, so come to HEB, get your sushi. Well, at least they weren't. Hey, yeah. Hey, Jeff. At least we we'll get it this way. As a Hispanic, I was always warned if a Mexican's making Chinese, uh, Japanese or Chinese food, get out. Don't do me. Oh, we got the same saying <laughs> in Memphis. <laughs> I'm with you. So, so my dad, my dad, if he sees like, any, like he's known enough, like he sees any Mexican making any kind of Asian food, he walks away. He's like, nope. Over in Castroville, 
There's a there's a, a black guy making Chinese food in Castroville. Oh. He has a restaurant. I haven't had it yet, but he told me it was good. I just haven't <laughs> gone back. Like we 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 have a like have you ever noticed like you never see any Mexicans in Taco Bell and you never see any black people in in KFC. Like you you don't you don't shit where you eat. No, that <laughs> you was don't shit where you eat. That was that was that was in Memphis. That was true in Memphis. We we saw that over here. There's definitely some Mexicans and his, some Hispanics That's working true. working in and talking. Yeah, about. but we know it's not it's not really our food. We know that they come in. Like but do you eat it? That's the question. I had the same argument with somebody, Ooh. and they were like, "On the border, that's gross." And I'm like, "But you eat Taco Bell, but it's different. How?" I think it's just. Are you telling me that nacho <laughs> fries are not a Spanish traditional <laughs> dish? <laughs> Didn't say that was the one. I feel like Taco Bell, like the the food is a vehicle for the sauce. Like it's really just the sauce. <laughs> yes. It's the a, sauce yes, delivery it, mechanism. It's only I, like I can the agree sauce with that. delivery. Like, yes, method. <laughs> I just don't want to feel like somebody just eating the sauce packet straight up. So if I can put them on something, I don't even then I feel better sauce. about what I'm doing. You don't like in their sauce? You put you don't eat it, you lick it and put it on the food and like put it inside yeah. your, your, your yeah. burrito. Get the fire sauce. Ooh. No, no, no. Yabo no. sauce. I, I, you're eating it dry. <laughs> you're eating it dry like this, like the like the damn desert out there. The dry oh ass God. taco. I literally I eat, eat like kind of sauce on it. I eat like one or two items at Taco Bell, even when I do go. But I don't normally get their sauce, and if I do, it's always mild. I don't eat hot or Diablo because the last time I was around somebody who's eating hot and Diablo. El Caliente Culo motherfucker right here on this on this call was burning his <laughs> holes in his underwear the entire time. So I don't oh do no. Culero se está quemando. Culero se está quemando. But uh, what we didn't talk about now that we're on Taco Bell, quick recap. Last year, September, August, October, they cut their uh, potatoes they took yes. them off the menu you might have heard about this this, oh, was, this was national news yeah, it was a big time worldwide mr worldwide here with no potatoes at taco <laughs> bell so they cut it out they cut out like all their vegetarian options except for black beans tomatoes so now they announced mea culpa sorry my bad we we alienated all of our customers they're bringing back potatoes to have them in a spicy potato taco as a side option put back on my burritos and my nachos this is like the best damn side. You could you could spice up anything, like really top it off, make it fancy if you add some potatoes on anything at Taco Bell. So about that, I've only been like fifteen times since they maybe took that off, maybe less than that. <laughs> but I cut back my Taco Bell intake a lot. No no potatoes. Because Taco Bell is one of the few places I've ever been. They'd be like, we, I don't understand if you take away a item. Like McDonald's does all the time, you know they only have the um, McRib for a short period of time. I get all it. Yeah, but don't they do that more for promotional? Because you know, one of the, I think the McRib is mm-hmm. like one of those things that if they had it on the menu all the time, people would just ignore it more so than like have the rabbit. It's about a year to yeah. raise them. <laughs> they have to raise it, kill it, raise it kill from, the, from the baby every McRib. Time they kill the pigs. Uh, <laughs> we, let's not even get started. Let's not somewhere. get started on it because I, I honestly believe they'd be making half their menus in a lab somewhere, and it <laughs> takes them a year to build up enough of them to put them in the menu. So I agree with you 100%. I, I'm pretty sure McRib is being grown out of human meat. It's soily green. It's people. Um, <laughs> That's cool. But I, there's a good accessory. There's a good accessory for McRib. I, I have one. A fat stomach? Accessory for McRib or any kind of, oh. any kind of Taco Bell trip. Mm-hmm. No, but bidet. I finally installed it at the house, so I recommend that for anybody <laughs> going to Taco Bell, going to you know McDonald's for McRib, any kind of fast food joint. It's questionable where the food comes from. You got a bidet, you don't have to worry about it. What if they sold McRibs with bidets? Like you get a free McRib when you buy this bidet. Like it's perfect, perfect setup. Can you can you imagine the bidet if they had it installed in the McDonald's? Like the McDonald's bathroom is oh, already God. full of people and nasty shit and needles. Like they didn't even—they don't even clean the toilet as is. <laughs> if you're getting sprayed with like a homeless person's oh. bidet, that'd be spreading so many diseases around. That'd be terrible. <laughs> what? Are you doing? This is food, food for thought. <laughs> food for thought. I don't even know where this is coming. See, the, this is what happened the last episode. It fell apart at the end. I stopped recording. 
in all black. <laughs> I don't know where this is no going. Have you ever been to a public bidet? I don't. No. I don't want to. That's, that's gross as hell. Would... <laughs> that's what Oof. I thought. Point, point, ta- point made. Made my point for me. I forgot what I was gonna. My point was. My point was. I understand companies taking away items. What I don't understand is why a company takes away ingredients. Like this is like the fifth ingredient they taken. They taken out. We don't do tomatoes. We ain't. We're not doing green onions. We're not doing potatoes. Like what the fuck? Like they uh, they honestly in the last two years have removed so much stuff. I'm just like, I don't really eat a Taco Bell anyway. I eat less Taco Bell now for sure, and I didn't eat a whole bunch in the first place. I eat literally the Doritos taco. That's it. Yeah, and they killed most of their menu. I thought it must have been some Irish potato famine thing <laughs> that like potatoes are going out of style, so they couldn't afford them anymore. But. Literally, like I don't see, I see, I still see potatoes at the store, so I can't talk about how potatoes. Don't, they don't buy point. Irish potatoes. We grow them in the United States of America. <laughs> no. I said the Irish potato famine, bro. But I think that was when people had only was it when all the potatoes disappeared? No, no, no. It was a reverse. It was, reverse of no, it it was, like, was like, the only thing they had was potatoes. potatoes, and that was it. Potatoes disappeared. Oh, I thought the potatoes made them sick. Because if I if I only have potatoes, like you can still make French fries. What is this drug history? Potatoes. What the fuck? You can make, you can make mashed potatoes. <laughs> You can still do stuff if you only got potatoes. So, if you have potatoes, you you, you should you should be good. But <laughs> if you run out of potatoes, I can see how that could be a problem. <laughs> Episode fifty three of the mainstream. Thank podcast. you for joining the mainstream podcast. <laughs> I appreciate everybody being here tonight. Thank you very much. And and we're gonna end it on that one because obviously these folks are drinking Modelo again. I didn't get any. I don't know what's happening here. So <laughs> thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you on another one. <laughs>